How important is our hydration? And on top of that, what is hydration for holistic wellness? Well, in this episode, I bring on guest and health coach, Kamna Jane, who dives into the critical topic of hydration and its impact on health. She talks about some of the additives that we can put in our water to enhance its hydration capability, as well as health benefits from things like electrolytes. But also she talks about things that we're putting in our teas and coffees and drinking water overall that may not be the best fit. One big thing I've learned over the years is the air we breathe, the food we eat, and the water we drink is pretty much 90% of all our health issues. So if you'd like to hear her thoughts, stay tuned. How's it going? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks, the podcast where I help you being over 40 to fight the aging process without giving up your social life. I've been a personal trainer and gym owner for over 14 years, and I specialize in helping the over 40 crowd get to their goals. But enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. This is part three of three of an interview I did with Kamna Jane from the Wait What podcast. If you'd like to catch up, just go back a couple episodes. Well, let's talk about hydration. We wanted to touch on that topic. I usually preach, try to drink as much as you can. I don't really like putting like, what is it, an ounce mm -hmm. body weight or whatever. But usually I just say for bigger guys, at least get a gallon to a gallon and a half for right. a little bit smaller individual. Maybe you can get away with half a gallon, but... I'm real big on putting Himalayan sea salt and sea salt to get all those like trace minerals and electrolytes. Mm -hmm. I drink mountain spring water from Spark to make sure I get right. a good source of electrolytes from there too. Because the air we breathe, the water we drink, and the food we eat, I think that's like 90% of taking care of your health right there. That's true. So uh, I think it, it just it goes back to the same point of quality ingredients in is quality health. So if the same thing goes for hydration. If you're drinking good quality drinks, you're going to feel better. Think about when you drink a diet soda. How do you feel? Or soda, anything. I mean, I haven't had feel? soda in for so long, but yeah. sugar, that's all I remember tasting, sugar, that's it. <laughs> Getting the well, sugar out. It's been a while for me too, but I remember drinking the soda and I was very, I was belching a lot and very bloated and still thirsty. So oh, it yeah. hasn't really hit any of the marks and it made me feel worse. I, I'm, I know personally from a, a friend of mine, his wife is going through some horrible bout of kidney stones and they're in the more mature in case he's listening to this but those things can wipe you out and they suspect it was caused by just drinking so much soda more of the diet sodas so it's just i cut that out a long time ago but now seeing stuff like that it just makes me want to make sure my family's not doing it and friends right. and like i said if you the other day i, I took my daughter out to go uh, check out her ankle at urgent care she fell off something and we went to this little restaurant and she wanted a Sprite. Okay, it's fine. It's like the first Sprite she's had in like five months. So mm -hmm. a little treat, but I don't see too much of a problem with it as long as your the bulk of your hydration right. is good. Oh, I agree. And something interesting is there is some science. I don't have any definitive proof for you, but there is some science that soda in particular leaches calcium from your bones. And if that's the case, then you're going to have osteoporosis or osteopenia, or you're going to have all these other health problems that you could have avoided just by avoiding the soda. As, as far as just hydration, is, do you normally have your clients just drink water or do you promote any other kind of stuff like putting lemon in it or tea versus coffee versus some of the other things? Because, you know, they always want a variety, but... well. I think water is our, should be our first choice. It can be in a variety. It could be hot. It could be cold. However you like to drink it. With lemon, it boosts hydration, vitamin C. It gets us going in the morning. Tea, coffee do have their health benefits. So I think people will be happy to know that you don't have to cut it out. It said it matters more what you add to it mm -hmm. that really hurts it. If you're adding sugar and milk and cream, 
that's probably where we are falling down on the hydration. But if you're drinking coffee or tea, there's a lot of health benefits that you can get, particularly green tea and coffee. They have a lot of polyphenols and which are really good for regenerating our cells. And the more variety we have of that in our diet, that includes fruits and vegetables that have a lot of different color. So all of those things can help with just longevity. And that includes the coffee and tea. I would stay away from mostly, this is not a blanket statement, but mostly things that come in a can. Yeah. It's just the pressure inside that's just not great for us. Yeah. What do you think about like sweeteners? I know most of them are off the table for me, but like stevia is supposed to be the plant sugar natural one. But every time a couple of years go by and I just saw another one, erythritol, which was supposed to be like a another real healthy plant-based sugar. And the USC, I think, did a study where they were shown that had a higher chance of cardiac arrest for people who did high amounts of that. I'm like, oh my God, like I don't even want to mess with stevia now because it's been processed. We don't know how much we're getting or supposed to get. This is a hot topic. I think people... When you drink artificial sweeteners, it's great for weight loss. It helps you with weight loss. But the problem is it hurts you in so many other ways. So you might say, I don't care because I'm just trying to lose weight. But in the long run, you're doing more damage. And you're right that we don't fully know all the data. I mean, and every few months we're finding out, like there's a report recently about Splenda. They don't know anything much about Stevia yet, but it's inconclusive. They don't have any definitive, it is good for you. They have not said that. So to me, that's sort of, well, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because I don't know. I don't trust it. And if a person wants a sweetener, I would say pick honey, maple syrup, anything that pretty much comes from nature. If you really want a sugar, I would pick an organic sugar versus a white processed sugar, jaggery, which is a raw form of a sweetener. So there's a lot of options if you really start looking, if you want a sweetener, I would definitely sidestep the artificial sweeteners and the regular sweeteners because they're very disruptive to your gut, which mm -hmm. causes so many other health issues. Yeah. And I know if you're going to do the honey, it's good to do the local raised honey because if you have mm -hmm. any problems with allergies like I do, they say that the, the little hack to help you out with that as well. So you yeah. can knock two birds with one stone on that. For sure. And then... The last time I went to my chiropractor's office, she had some little shindig going on, bring your family event day. And we went in there and they had like this huge water station with uh, cucumber, rosemary infused something or else. And it was freaking delicious. Like looking to do that myself, I'm like, man, I've got just so many things to do every day. I'm like, I already know I'm not, I'll do it one day, but I'm not going to make that a habit because this is too yeah. much work. But that's another it is. thing for somebody who's interested. Man, that those waters taste great. Well, and the really curious thing is if you're consuming artificial sweeteners, take, for example, Splenda, mm -hmm. it's 300 times sweeter than regular sugar. So you become a little taste blind. And so when you eat something, you're like, it's not sweet. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? It's so sweet. You become taste blind. And when you remove it, then you suddenly start tasting everything again the way it is. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yep. Yeah. Well, what do you think about adding salt to the water? That, like I mentioned when we first started this topic, a little bit of Himalayan salt to get some of the trace minerals. I think enhances the taste, gives you some electrolytes. Like I said, I have the sparklets water, which basically is the same thing, mm -hmm. but that's a cheap way for people to do it at home. Do you usually recommend that for your clients or you just say just regular filtered water? I think water and whichever form you can get, if the 
the more clean it is, the better. Mm -hmm. I drink tap water at home because my city water is pretty good. But some people need to buy like the gallon jugs that they have in their kitchen. I think, again, we come back to the point of what's best for your own body. And the salt piece is interesting because people have villainized salt, but really we need it for our body to function. And when we don't have enough salt because we're being careful and we're being, and I'm not talking about people who have medical issues, they mm -hmm. need to talk to their doctor. But in general, we're, we're vilifying salt and we don't need to, and it can really be beneficial. And I think what you're doing is right on the money because you're basically creating your own electrolyte solution. Yeah. And you don't need to buy a Gatorade or some other form of electrolytes because you can just add a little salt, a little sugar if you're like needing the boost and you have your homemade electrolyte. Way later in life that exactly what we're talking about, that I used to villainize salt and all that. Mm -hmm. And I think my parents helped with that too, because at the time that was the thing, but right. learning later to know you need this for the electrolytes, help you out with sports, help you out with whatever activities you're doing. I've right. come to find out just from what we talked about earlier about our food sources just being stripped of all minerals and the recycling of the land and everything. And I've done all this research and found that potassium is a big deal. So yes. we shouldn't be villainizing salt. We should be taking it. We should be more focused on getting more potassium because our RDAs say, talk to your doctor, but they say it should be a two to one ratio or three to one ratio. And yeah. after doing a little research on what I've been eating through the day, oh my God, the research was right. I'm so deficient in potassium. It's unreal. Yeah. So my focus is to get more greens, get more fruit with higher potassium. Coconut water is always a, a good one, though I try to drink more natural water. And the man, it just feels so good. I feel better in the gym. And yeah. that was the solution. And you are actually hydrated. That's yeah. the interesting thing is all these other things, they don't really hydrate you. And they sort of deplete from our bones and our minerals and whatever we need for our cell structure and so if our cells are not getting the hydration, they're not going to function properly. And then you're going to have aches and pains and it's all full circle. Yeah. So I think it's important to look at all the things that you're putting into your body, yeah. all of them. Going back to growing up and how active I was with sports and everything, I'm like, man, I must have been so dehydrated playing soccer, baseball, all this stuff. And I was still pretty good, but I can only imagine if I had myself now, you can go back in the into the past and help yourself out with a better diet, better hydration. God, I wonder what would have happened then. Well, that's the interesting thing is you seem very young. So I don't know. Over 40. Very long. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I think even 20, 30 years ago, the quality of our, even our beverages, our foods was different. The stuff they're putting in now, because they're mass producing and they're trying to get the more bang for their buck and they're bypassing a lot of FDA things. So they aren't, in some sense, poisoning us with all the stuff they're putting in, which they didn't used to. So when you were a kid playing around, you probably... It was you, better than now, yeah. It was probably as better, but you're probably also able to listen to your body. Like, I'm thirsty, I'm going to go have a drink. Hmm. And now we're like, I'm thirsty, I'm going to go eat some food. Yeah, how so, does that make sense? Because <laughs> your body's saying, I need hydration. Please give it to me in any way you can. Yeah. You're really smart about this. So I think even when you were a kid, I'm a little bit older than you, that it... The food quality, hydration quality was just much better. better. Oh. Yeah, that's all I focus on now with my six-year-old daughter is we watch her food. Thank God she's basically a vegetarian, hardly ever eats meat, but we'll dabble yeah. a little bit. And with giving her, my main thing is just making sure she gets really clean water. That's right. something that I never had, but it's more prevalent now to, to these times. So Right, right. Very yeah. good point.
Well, very cool. Well, Kamna, where can my audience get a hold of you? Do you have uh, social media handles, your wait, what podcasts, or they can find you, but anything else? It's a play on words. People yeah. say, wait, what are you talking wait, about? What? But we did wait in terms of W-E-I-J-H-T and weight issues. We have our podcast. I'm on Instagram and Facebook under Health Coach Kamna, K-A-M-N-A, and I have a website so people can go there too. It, it, we're just trying to do a lot of holistic measures to hit people from all different angles to better their health. That's great. No, I really appreciate what you're doing. And I just love this industry and how it's growing more and more. And I think eventually we'll beat out the fast food restaurants and clean those up and get better sources of farming. So just want to, yeah, thank you for coming on my show. Thank and, you uh, for having me. And I really appreciate how knowledgeable you are and I look forward to you giving us tips on our podcast because I can't wait to ask you questions. Awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> we'll see you then. Thanks, Kamna. Thank you. If you'd like a little bit of help checking out your diet and your current routine, I'd be happy to help. I always do a free 15-minute Zoom consultation for anyone, no strings attached, just to see if I can help point you in the right direction. So if you're interested, check out the show notes. The link is at the top. Hey, everyone. I would just like to thank each and every one of you for supporting my show. My numbers over the years have just been growing and growing on this podcast. One thing that could really help me and something you could do as a listener would be go on to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Any other podcast service like Spotify and Podchaser is also great, but iTunes is really where the magic happens for us being podcasters. Thanks again, and I'll catch you on the next episode.